Nobody knew where Johnny McGill came from. Johnny was a wandering vet who just lived like a traveler. Mary, his wife, walked with wares from door to door and sold things from her basket. She was a fortune teller. But Johnny had no ambition in the world. Johnny didn't want to own anything or have any riches. His one love in life was looking after animals, all kinds, birds, the very mice, rats, anything that walked on four legs, Johnny McGill took care of. There were seagulls and crows with broken wings, even fish he was known to cure. He set out in his life to take care of all the little creatures who could not take care of themselves. Once on a camping place Johnny never left till the sick animal he was tending was as right as rain. Oh, there's some great stories about Johnny McGill. The things Johnny did always turned out good for him. All the little creatures he sorted had a way of paying Johnny back, and Johnny said that it was in more important things than money. One morning Johnny and his old wife were walking along as usual, with a little handcart, traveling on, to no one knows where, wherever they could find a nice resting place by the roadside. Johnny had picked up a few things on his travels, a bird with a broken wing and little creatures he had mended on his way while his old wife sat patiently. And he let them go. But the ones who were seriously damaged he always carried with him. So, the place they came to this morning was an old farm track, and Johnny was pushing his small handcart along when he stopped. And his wife who was beside him, old Mary, wondered why he had stopped so suddenly. For there before them Johnny saw a common frog. And Johnny could see that the frog had been tramped on either by some cattle beast or by a horse or a rider who had paid no attention. But Johnny's eyes had seen that it was in trouble. So, he bent down quietly to pick up the frog. Mary said, Johnny, what are you doing? He said, Mary, my dear, it's a frog. She said, I know, Johnny, but it's just a frog. Oh, Mary, it might be just a frog to you but, he said, it's another creature to me. You know, Mary, they all feel pain and they all suffer. But no one pays much attention to them, do they? So, he picked up the frog and he could see that one of its hind legs was broken. Johnny said, Mary, it won't cause any trouble. I'll just take it along with us till we find the next camping place. So, he put the frog on his little handcart in a safe place where it would not fall out and he traveled on. He hadn't gone far when he came to a little spot along the roadside which was derelict ground. Johnny, said Mary, we'll stay here tonight. He said, I didn't see any fire marks. There's no been any travelers around. Johnny was always interested in the traveling community, though they were not interested in him very much. They were kind of dubious about him because he was so clever and not one of their kind. And Johnny McGill was a great reader. So, he pulled in his little handcart, put up his tent, kindled his fire and Mary made some supper. So they sat and talked for a while. Then Johnny said, Mary, I've something to do. And he got to his frog, he took it, examined the frog all up and down, across its leg. He said, little fella, your leg's broken. Ye are no good like that, you'll never hop again you unless we do something for ye. But don't worry, little friend, I'll soon fix ye. So, he set very carefully with some thread and some matchsticks, he bound and set the frog's leg. Now, he said, little fella, you'll be okay. My old wife and me has traveled far this last two weeks, and we'll just sit here and rest for a while, unless the police come along and move us on. Which the police seldom ever did to Johnny McGill because he was well known in the west coast. Johnny stayed there for two weeks attending to his frog while old Mary called the houses, sold her clothes pegs, leather laces and anything she had from her little basket. 
She told fortunes and she was quite happy. Johnny attended to many little creatures four buys his frog. But one evening they set up late in their little tent, and all the light they had, because it was near wintertime, was a candle. Johnny was reading from a book, and because he was tired he had placed the frog by his feet in a little box. Then, he got tired reading his book and he placed it by his side. He quietly dozed over to sleep, but, unknown to Johnny the candle burned down. And there was some straw scattered around inside the tent which they used as a cushion for their bed. And the straw became a light, but Johnny was asleep. Then, as you know, Johnny lay naked from the waist. When something cold jumped on his chest, and he sat up with a start, he wakened, he looked all around, the straw by his bedside was on fire. Johnny clasped one hand to his breast, and with the other hand he put out the fire. Then he turned around and on his hand was the frog. Little fella, he said, you're jumping again. And you've saved my life. I could have been burnt to death only for you. Your coldness wakened me. Why did you jump on me? I know why you jumped on me. You wanted to tell me the tent was on fire. And now because you've jumped, I see that your leg must be better. So, Johnny sat up there on his bed, and he quietly unrolled the thread from the frog's leg and the match sticks and he tested it. He found that the bone had mended completely. He said, little fella, ye are all right now, and he placed him by his bedside and went back to sleep. In the morning when he awoke he sat up, said, Mary, it's time to make some tea, breakfast time. Mary got up quickly, washed her face, washed her hands, made some breakfast, filled her basket, said, Johnny, are we staying here today? No, Mary, he said, I think we'll move on, because I see that my little friend has gone. That's one story, from my collection of Johnny McGill.